welcome to Two Mills, One Mike, the podcast where real life takes center stage. We're your hosts, Casey S. and Tara O. And we're diving deep into the everyday roller coaster that is life. From the challenges of dating in the modern world to the hilarious mishaps of parenting, the ups and downs of careers and friendships, and the secrets behind all the other bullshit that life can hit you with. We're here to share our stories, insights, and laughter with you. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and join us for candid conversations about the world's most relatable experiences. Whether you're a parent, a professional, or just trying to navigate this crazy thing called life, we've got you covered. This is Two Mills, One Mike. Let's Let's get get real together. Everybody, hello. We are back for another week of Two Mills, One Mike. Woo woo! We're ready to party up in the hizzle. We're ready. Episode 14. Is it? Yeah, I got the shit wrote down. You I'm, are I'm correct, Amundo. A, a smidge. We're getting on up there. I am. I know. About time to start a new season. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. All right. You want to do the smash or pass? Of course I do. You go first. Okay. <laughs> Why the long pause? <laughs> it's, it's, I I think it's funny. It, nobody else probably even think it's fucking funny. I'm scared. So you get back from your date mm-hmm. and you go into the bedroom and you're in the middle of the diddle. You're already you're already in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And the, they tell you, okay, the only way that they can get off is if they yell, "You're my sister. You're my sister." <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joe dear day. Um. <laughs> That I would end it immediately. Is weird. It's oh, weird. Sarah. Are you smashing anyways? Are you well? Going? Like, how good is it though? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I this shit better be fucking mine. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I better get to wear like earplugs or some shit. That's just weird. Yeah, just don't. Just say it in your head. Yeah, just yell it in your mind. <laughs> Okay, he doesn't know that you podcast, but he tells you he thinks podcasts are dumb as hell. <laughs> you know what? Smash, and then I'm going to tell him. So you can be like, motherfucker. <laughs> fucking idiot. That's, I think that's what I would do. Yeah, that's the perfect revenge on that situation. <laughs> yeah, like, uh-huh, stupid. <laughs> make him listen to it the whole time Be like listen i can only do the diddle if i'm listening to a podcast <laughs> my, my voice just really does it for me <laughs> they have very loud and proud political views uh you know i have my ways of thinking but i don't go like super crazy political mm-hmm. so just don't just don't <laughs> Pass. No. Yeah. Um. He takes off his shoes and he has webbed feet. <gasps> Smash. My little ducky. <laughs> yes. I bet he can swim super fast. Yeah. Probably so. Would that bother you? If he could swim fast? No, fucker. His toes were webbed. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about your feet. Toes. I ain't yeah, touching I mean, them, I'm so not, I don't care. I'm not gonna be in my mouth, and I ain't touching them. So mm. yeah. Keep I mean, socks I'm not on. Gonna ask you to go get a pedicure, but right. Otherwise, we'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, they require a 15 minute power nap directly after the diddle. Like, done and. <laughs> and snoring. Yep. Eh, smash. I don't care. Your boyfriend confides in you that he wants to name your vagina Butch. <laughs> I'd be like, that's fine, but don't ever say it out loud. Just say it in your head. 
We have a lot about being quiet today, don't we? I know. What the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. Uh, they send you pictures of your ex just to let you know what they're up to. <sighs> I've had friends that do that, and I'm like, he's an ex for a reason. I don't yeah. care. Let I me go on with my life. A flying fuck. Yeah. About any That would piss shit. me off, and I'd tell him to stop. Yeah, but what if it was just a friend? Just a friend? Yeah. I would tell them to stop also. <laughs> or we're not going to be friends anymore. Yeah. If you do that, I'm not going to be your friend no more. Um, He's a booger eater. <gasps> Fucking pass. What? Yeah. I cannot. What I'm, if he doesn't think you're looking, though? And... I don't give a shit. I'm going to throw the fuck up on you. Yeah. Like, that gross. is... I'm not joking. That is... If you blow your nose, that's fine. I don't care. You do pick fucking pick your nose. I don't care. I guess I don't want to fucking see it. Mm-hmm. I will. I will throw up. Yeah, on you. I a thousand percent agree. I hate mucus. Uh, they insist that you call them daddy. No, it's a weird fetish. Daddy? No, I, yeah. you got issues. I'm like, huh? What? Yeah. No. Pass. Gross. I'm Pass. Not. They always make really vague plans with you. Like, let's hang out sometime. No, pass. Me too. Be like, okay, when? Yeah, like, I want, you, I want you to have something. Like, hey, there's this going on next weekend. Yeah. Let's go. Yes. I don't want to. Let's hang out sometime. Fuck you. I got shit to do. <laughs> uh, you make plans a week in advance, and they cancel a couple of hours before they're supposed That's to That's so you. funny you put that down. I literally was thinking that and went with something else. <gasps> If it was a continual thing, like I get shit happens, yeah. but if it's a continual thing, no, I'm out. Yeah, me too. Because that just shows me you'd rather be I'd elsewhere. Be fucking I'm not a priority, so screw you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, his house is always messy, mm-hmm. but he gets pissed if you don't put things back in their spot. Say that one more time. So his his house is really messy. Yeah. Like there's just shit everywhere. But if you don't put the shit back where you got the mess from. Yeah, like apparently it's an organized mess. He knows where shit is. Yeah. I'd have been like, no, I, nope, pass. I think I would be a pass. Yeah. And then I would just sling shit all over the place. (laughs) Just because. Um, They don't speak English. Mm, Is he hot? (laughs) What the fuck, yeah. (laughs) I don't give a fuck. I don't know. That would be a hard one for me. Like. What if it's a one and done? One and done? Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, if I'm trying to fucking communicate. I'm not much of a though. one and done though. Me, me neither, but if they're smoking ass hot. Eh. I'm, like, eh. I'm talking about like the finest motherfucker you have ever I've ever seen, seen in my life. life. Yep. Okay, why not? <laughs> I don't have anything better to do. Get on over here. Get them panties off. Uh, he thinks you have PMS every time you're upset. Fuck you, pass. <laughs> I hate that shit. Me too. Like, that... I can have a bad day, motherfucker. I... Yeah, no shit. Uh, they face plant while going down some steps. Uh, smash. That's <laughs> funny. Down there. That was really cute. Want to do it? <laughs> you fall, you trip so gracefully. <laughs> you look like a gazelle. <laughs> um, he has a cold and wipes his snot on his sleeve. Pass. Yeah. Get a Kleenex. That is you sick fuck. <laughs> disgusting. Okay. Um, 
when they are counting or maybe adding something, they they count on their fingers. Like they have to smash. I still do that too. Same. Yeah. Um. He pees in a bottle instead of getting out of bed to go because he's lazy. Pass. Me too. If it's because you don't maybe have a working toilet or what? No. Pass on that too. Broken. You're waiting for the plumber to show up. Oh. I thought it was just because he is a bum and doesn't pay his bills. He was in a shack. Yeah, no. (laughs) That's that's the only way that's an okay thing. Yeah. (laughs) They wear their socks multiple days in a row. Mm, I'm going to go with pass because guy feet, you know, those are getting all. If you take your fucking shoes off and your socks like stay like in the shape of your foot. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> we definitely have a problem. He plans a vacation without you with his buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, smash? Because <laughs> me too, I'll do the same. Yeah. That's fine. You do you. <laughs> and then I'll do me. I we'll think it's good goes. to like take Vaca- vacations I separately. I do too. From Girl's each other. Trips. Guys trips. You don't need to completely get rid of your identity just because you're with somebody. No, and you if know your what I mean? reasoning like, for not wanting them to go on a guys trip is because you don't trust them, then you got bigger fucking Then you issues. got issues, yeah. You have a fucking problem. All right. Today, we are going to talk about trauma bonds. There's a lot. There is a trauma lot bonds. out there. I think there is more to it than what I even was just thinking right off the top of my Mm -hmm. head as I was doing some research for this particular podcast. You know, this topic, we had it picked before even this weekend. And this weekend, my mom and I were talking about um, a phase in my life that kind of caused some tension between her and I. But we are finally at a point to where we can talk about it. And she was telling me her side of it, you know, wanting me to get out of the relationship and her seeing all the um, abuse that was happening and just being mama bear, you know. But what she maybe didn't understand so much before is when you are in that, your mind is not working right. You're completely broken down Mm -hmm. and they don't understand that either. They don't understand that it happens a little bit at a time. Yes. That it's not all and bam. That is seriously, the trick. That is that is one hundred percent the trick of all of it. Mm-hmm. And it it is fucking wild. It's wild it is because even there's like little moments while you're in it that it's like, what the fuck am I doing? What yes. am I doing here? So. I think that it starts out a little bit at a time. You know, usually those type of people, when you first get into the relationship, they are all about you. Love bombing. You, you know, make the stars shine. Mm -hmm. They think you're the greatest thing on the planet. And they come across as very caring, very loving, genuine. Yes. You know what I mean? And and I think you, you see them in like this... Luster. What? Uh, what's the other fucking word I'm thinking of? Right. Limerence. Yeah. Have you heard of that? Limerence. No. Or yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. I'll have to look it up. You'll Google it for me. But no, it. They do that, and you have this feeling of oh my gosh, somebody finally understands me, mm-hmm. and they appreciate me for being me. Like you start thinking, okay, 
this is the person because they understand me on such a deep level. And then when you're, you know, several months into the relationship, then they start with a little bit of um, what, what am I looking for? Like they make you start doubting yourself just a little bit. Okay, so they love bomb you and then they start making you second guess yourself because you believe that that person would never want to hurt you like that. They only have your best interest in mind. Yes, and they'll do that for so long. That's where you start slowly breaking down and then you'll do something and you're the best thing ever again. You get all this positive reinforcement mm -hmm. again. So it just creates this vicious cycle of... Like you're clinging on to those moments of when they think that you're so great. And that's, and I think, you know, that's a lot because they're so good in the beginning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like damn near perfect. And this is simply just their mask, their facade. This is not how they really are, but because that's what you've seen from the get go, that's what you think. And then slowly the shit starts mm -hmm. with just small um criticisms yeah or you, you know what i mean like little stuff and you're not doing it right or you know why would you do it why would you do that whatever and mm -hmm. you get upset but you're like oh well that he's just having a bad day but this may go on for a little bit i think until they realize that you're like well what the fuck you right know what I mean? and then it's like you kind of maybe bring it up to them, like, hey, what's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Nothing. And then they turn it back on. They turn mm -hmm. that charm and shit back on. And then if you're anything like me, like, you start thinking, well, am I just being a little bitch? Because, like, mm -hmm. this stuff that they're saying, yeah, it hurts, but maybe they're just trying to be really honest with me. Maybe there is something wrong with me. You know, and that cycle continues and you're at the point where you're wondering if you're just crazy. And then the physical stuff starts. Mm -hmm. But by that time, you're so mentally just a shell. You're a shell of a person. Yes. And then the physical stuff starts. And then I think you start to get scared. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I, I mean? Like even before the physical starts. You are walking on eggshells before that even starts, mm -hmm. trying not to upset them, piss them off, right? Put them in that you bad never mood. know what to expect, yes, that like day when, when you come home. And when they walk in that fucking door, have they had a good day, a bad day? Did you make the right thing for dinner, right? I mean, like the littlest, dumbest shit, mm -hmm. and it cracks me up because, like. Even maybe before you were in this type of situation, you probably heard stories or read stories about these women that this is the situation they're in. You're thinking, well, Jesus, how fucking stupid are you? Right. And they're, they, and I'm sure they get it all the time. You have friends, you have family members who from the outside seeing this shit is mm -hmm. like, what the fuck are, are you, you doing? doing? Yeah. What? Why the fuck are you still there? Mm -hmm. And then you feel even more stupid. Like you feel so dumb and you don't want to talk to anybody about it because you know you're going to get that look. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you fucking moron or I told you so or all the other bullshit that goes along with it. 
But also, I think usually by this point, they have um, isolated you. Or you've isolated yourself. Yourself, yes, because you don't want to hear that shit from your friends and and family. If you have any friends that come over and say to their, because your friends ain't scared of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, I had a friend when I went to her house, that motherfucker stepped into the fucking living room. I was immediately defensive and I was going to let him know I didn't give a fuck what he thought. Mm-hmm. So he did not like me. And we Yeah, and then you're not allowed to and hang I, out. Yep, and then I was no longer allowed to come over. I wasn't allowed. She couldn't talk to me on the phone and him know about it. Like she would go and sit in her fucking car. Mm-hmm. And fuck, I got to go. I'm like, what? And we're talking about a very headstrong, independent person. And you just want to grab them and fucking shake them so hard Mm -hmm. (laughs) and be like, tell me, tell me when you're ready. I will come help you pack your shit and we are gone. But I knew I couldn't do that because that was going to be up to her. Right. Yeah. You have to get to that point. An addict. Like, you cannot even try to help them until they truly are ready to get the fuck out. Mm -hmm. And it's sad as shit to watch someone go from this happy, you know, social fucking person to nothing. That's, yeah. To to someone You literally become a freaking shell of a person. It's just like, all right, bitch, whenever you're ready, I'm here. Which, I mean, I would still talk to her when I could. Mm-hmm. But it's like, let's go. I'm in it. I'll beat his ass. Yeah. What do you think makes trauma bonds so strong? I think that, you know, most people that are out there looking to date or whatever, you got several people out there looking for a serious relationship. Yeah. And you have some people that when they get into a relationship, they are all in 100% right off the bat. There's mm-hmm. not much caution that they have up. Don't fuck. And it's always the ones that, like, they seem to be in love every f- five seconds. Right. Yeah. You know? They want it so bad that they're yes. willing to overlook yes. and the I bullshit. Think it's those little breadcrumbs of love bombing. Like, they don't string it like this is it a bad thing. They're like, no, this is exactly what I've wanted to hear. This is exactly how I've wanted someone to talk to me mm-hmm. or to treat me. And, oh, you know, you're a princess and blah, blah, fucking blah. Those, and they eat it the fuck up. Yeah. They think that those those feelings are just so intense that yes. they're like, OK, this has got to be it, it's the real deal. Yeah, exactly. And, I and then they're afraid of ending it because then they're alone again. Yes. Yeah. It's the abandonment. It's the. Just feeling of being of alone right? because, you know, there you are. You have these infili- these feelings that you think this person really loves you. And then on the other hand, you're like, well, shit, everybody else is gone now. But, so you just cling tighter to that person. And it sucks because these these men that are this way. And actually, how many men fall for this shit from women? Like, how many women do this shit? Right. Yeah. But I, you know, these men are fucking skilled you know what I mean? Like, they, they know exactly what they're doing. They've done it several times before. And they're just fucking smooth. Right. 
They know exactly what to say, when to say it, when to rein it in, when to make you feel like shit, and then when to throw the freaking, you know, the love and smooching back on. Right. It's like, what the fuck? I think they're, like we were talking about how it doesn't happen all at once, but I think there are stages that it kind of happens in. Oh, yeah. Like, you, you very first meet them, you know, and you're the greatest thing ever. They're doing all these grand gestures, and it makes the you, the victim, it makes you kind of start letting your guard down. Yes. And then, you know, they make it to where... If anything goes wrong, they'll do whatever they can to make it right for you. Yep. They're always there for you. They comfort you. Promising shit. I won't so, you know, do this again. I won't do that. It'll be different. It'll be just like it used to be. Right. But I think that I, in the day, I noticed that um, shit would be bad. Uh, we would break up. Mm-hmm. And I would be upset you know, just because I'm like, oh my, you know, so much time wasted or, or whatever the case was. But have you noticed that if you've been in a relationship for a little while and you split up, you either remember only the bad shit or mm-hmm. only the good shit? Yeah. Um, I think as time goes on, though, a lot of people tend to start the feeling lonely and they start remembering only the good shit and that's what ropes them right back into it. I do too. But I think that the reason that they, they do this is because they want you to develop this trust and a dependency on them. I mean, they have to have that. They have to have you tricked basically into thinking you're never going to find anyone else. Yeah. No one else is ever going to want you. And that's mm-hmm. that in itself is a slow ass process. Right. But I think it also depends on how maybe naive or f- maybe fragile that person is to begin with. You know right. what I mean? Like emotionally fragile they are to begin with. Mm-hmm. Especially, let's say you, you did have a shitty relationship. I mean, it wasn't like that, but it was a shitty relationship. And then the very next person you meet is some motherfucker like this. Yeah. Fuck, you're in. And those motherfuckers know how to target those people. It's like they look for the wounded little animal out there that just needs loved. And they're like, okay, got you. I got you. I hate to fucking say it. I'm going to get, I'm going to get smacked around. I feel like a little bit, (laughs) but those women that are that way are fucking open about, I mean, they just like, fuck, I could tell. Yeah. I mean, like, "Eh, you might have some issues. You might might be a stage five cleaner. (laughs) Yeah. And, it's like, what the fuck? You were just like making yourself mm-hmm. be, which, you know, also people that get hurt constantly and can still be that way in the next relationship, like blow my fucking mind. Right. Cause I'm, I cannot. Yeah. You would think all. there would be a lot more caution going into you these situations. You would think not. And that, I think that's where I'm like, damn. So, okay. You start trusting them. Mm-hmm. Well, then is when the gaslighting and the criticism start, they kind of, you know, go hand in hand and after you deal with this for so long i think that's either the the fight or flight like you stay in it and Mm -hmm. and you get roped into it and you kind of just submit to it like you're in submission then then or that's when you get out of it and i think a lot of people aren't strong enough to do that because they're so broken down 
that and they've become so dependent on that person regardless if they're shit ass to you or not Mm -hmm. that well it's just the way it is and it's because that every once in a while he's a good guy Mm -hmm. but it's like no dumbass that's the mask that's who he's not right the shithead is who he is (laughs) Right. And then even when you get out of it, I know at least for me, my experience was even when I got out of it and people would talk through situations with me and they'd say like, "Okay, Tara, do you see this, this and this now? Like, yeah, I can I can kind of see that. But like still, you still try to defend them. Yes. You You still think that that's yes. All. And you do. I don't fucking know why. I do not know why. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. And then especially... It's heartbreaking is what it is. It's sad. It really is. It really is. Especially if you've got kids involved. So Mm -hmm. then it's, you know, a hundred times harder to get the fuck out. Because you're like, okay, well, he can be like this sometimes. You know what I mean? It's like... Mm -hmm. I don't want to split up the family. I don't yes. want to take them away. That is, And they will dad. use that stuff. Oh, yeah. They will use that on you. Really, you're going to tear apart a family? Yep. So it makes you feel like the piece of shit bad guy. Mm-hmm. And what's fucking worse is that when the general public can't see it, they don't know. Yeah. You know, it's only like real close family, very close friends. They know the true story. But to the outside, in public... They just come across like they're the best dad, best Yeah, husband. they're usually real charismatic and everybody Everyone just loves them. Loves them. Yeah. yeah. And just this whole bullshit, almost to where you want, you would much rather be out in public with them because they treat you so much fucking better. Yeah. Because it is that bullshit lie. And so you're out there in public where everyone can see you mm-hmm. and they're holding your hand and doing this and being very involved and act like they give a shit. And you're like, oh, I love this. There's that person. There's that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And you trick your fucking self, you know, and then you get in the house and they're like, why the fuck would you say that to so-and-so? Why did you mention? And you're like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. Like, oh, or, or I wish you would just shut up. You're so embarrassing. Yes. Yep. If you say anything when you're out, Mm -hmm. they literally shut you down to where you feel like you are just the biggest idiot in the entire world. Yeah. So you, and then you know, what's really sad and kind of just is the topping to it is the cherry on top is what I was trying to say. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of people don't believe you. Yep, there's that. A lot of the, I mean, you're close friends, obviously. Right. Um, but just the general public, when you're like, uh, they're like, well, why'd y'all get divorced? Why'd y'all split up? And you start telling them, they're like, no way. Yep. Like, you feel like you're just alone. Or, I can't believe you left. He was such a, he's such a good guy. What the <laughs> fuck? What? Do if you, know you only knew. Yeah. So, one of the things I put down was what if drugs and or alcohol are involved? Like how much of their reactions to things or their outbursts do you chalk up to, it's the fucking pills, it's the beer, he's just drunk right now. You know what I mean? Like, because I did. 
that is exactly what I did. I'm like, he would not be acting this way right now if it wasn't for this. I mean, that's kind of a tough position to be in. But I would still, maybe not in this situation, but outsiders looking in, like they are still responsible for their actions. Agreed. I mean, you get caught with drugs, you go to jail. Right. You know, it's, they're still responsible. Right. And then I I would hear like a, you know, a fucking sob story a lot. Well, oh, I yeah. This because, you know, my dad was never around. My mom was never around. I was raised by a babysitter and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, lots of people fucking grow mm-hmm. up like that and they're or, fucking regular situations people may have warned you about and you go to them and you ask them about the situation Mm -hmm. and they have some great story like it just makes it sound that they were completely misunderstood and here's the real situation and but that's another thing that they do they're manipulators fault and they're always the victim yeah always all it is it's something always bad is happening to them for some dumbass reason, and it's never their fault. Poor pitiful me. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. you do. You kind of feel bad for him. It's like, oh, man, you know, he just blah, blah, blah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever, stupid. So I looked on the Googles, as I always do when we're, you know, yes, coming up with the topic. And this is what they say are some of the signs that a trauma bond is developing. Okay. They, you're justifying their abuse, so you're covering for them. Okay. Um, they are isolating you, especially from people trying to help you. Yeah. Um, becoming defensive when someone brings up the abuse or tries to help, not wanting to leave the situation. You not wanting to leave the situation. Yeah. And I think another thing that people don't realize, and I've said this before, like, I feel like I have a little brain damage. Like it <laughs> You know, okay. So personal story, story time. Doo, doo, doo. Uh I was I was young and stupid and uh I was dating somebody that was about three years older than me. We got along great. We were friends before we started dating. Y- you know what I mean? Like I didn't see anything, but I also wasn't looking at the time we were friends. It's not like I was looking to date in the first place. So mm-hmm. I, I wasn't seeing anything that would flag me that this might be a bad situation. But um, it was bad. And I I got out of there. Uh, thank God. Even being that young. I mean, I could have still been fucking stuck there and been screwed for the rest of my life. But, you know, yeah. good for me. <laughs> so we're talking nine months later. That's how nine to 10 months is about how long we dated. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's being that young that just fucked me. Cause the very next person that I dated after that, we were in his pickup. It was him, me right next to him, another girl and another guy. We were all double date. We were going to a movie mm-hmm. and he drove a stick. And I remember pulling up into that parking lot. And, you know, I'm right up next to him. There's four people in this old truck. Mm-hmm. And um, he went to, sh- you know, shift. And my leg got in the way. And he, it hit my leg. And I immediately covered my face. 
and turned towards the girl and away from him. Mm -hmm. And he's looking at me and the other two in the pickup are looking at me and they're like, what the fuck? And I was just saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they're like, it, it's fine. You, I mean, I, I hit your leg. Mm -hmm. And they thought I was fucking crazy. It was everything in my body to not start like bawling uncontrollably because I knew I looked like a fucking moron, number one. And then it's like, oh, my God, am I going to have to explain what the fuck? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I did later. It was much later, but it was it was things like that, like little things that I'm like. Mine was more, I mean, a little bit of that, but um, decision making. I did oh. not trust myself to make decisions. And and that was a one of the issues between me and my mom. She was wanting me to make these hard decisions. And I could not for the life of me, like I could not think for myself at that point. And trying to understand that or trying to explain that to somebody that hasn't been in that situation. Yeah, yeah. They just don't. They don't get it. They don't understand why you can't, why you can't move on, why you're stuck in that, why you're, uh. I Yeah, it's, and I think, okay, we're talking, this happened 20 years ago, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Maybe longer, a little bit longer than that, but even, even after that, uh, like to this day. There is one thing, which I'm not going to say what it is, but there is one thing that seems very, uh, like, people just do it. Like, it, they'll just come up to you and do it, and it will fucking put me into a fury like no fucking other. Oh, yeah, like, there are I triggers. Mean, I mean, I will fucking look for a fucking hammer to hit you in the fucking face with if you do this to me. I it, understand. It fucking drives me crazy and it sounds so stupid but mm -hmm. sometimes I do actually tell people I'm like listen <laughs> I'm cool with this this and this if you ever fucking do this we will probably fucking fight and mine's little mad. phrases and it's not fair it's not fair yep. for other people but they'll say things in just a specific way and like I'm ready to choke them out yes like it goes all over me yes and I have not <laughs> seen this person so we we split up and I would see him every once in a while like around town. In fact, uh, a couple of years later, I think he started dating someone that was in my class. And so I, I found her. We weren't really friends. I found her and I'm like, listen, you do you, but just a heads up. Mm -hmm. She completely fucking dismissed me. Basically, like I was... Just crazy the that, crazy so ex. they wouldn't be together and oh yeah yada, and i'm like okay yeah lo and behold and that stupid bitch stayed around for a while yeah and she figured it out and years later she came to me and she's like i should have fucking listened mm -hmm. i was like well we all got to learn the hard way sometimes that's usually the way it goes yeah definitely but another thing that i saw when I was doing my Googling is um, there are actually problems that can affect the brain from trauma bonds. Really? Yes. So you can develop PTSD. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. You can actually end up with chronic illnesses 
um, emotional distress, sleep problems, dissociation, and mental fatigue or brain fog. Hmm. Maybe that's why I'm like it fucking time. literally affects you mentally. I think it just fucking exhausts you to the point that you you make yourself weak. Maybe so, aspects. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you were just so fucking exhausted from the walking on eggshells. Always been in that fight or flight. Yes, you were constantly. So that was an issue for me when I started dating. Um, <laughs> I would talk to my best friend about these things and I'm like, I'm just bored. I'm just like, you know, and she's like, Tara, you are so used to having to be. They're always and being a problem. Show, yes. There's always like you're always on guard. Right. And she's like, and now you can just relax and you just you don't know how to do that yet. I mean, how long were you in your situation? Oh, my gosh. Um, six years altogether. Yeah. So a hell of a lot longer than me. Mm-hmm. And I it mine was short, short lived. And I'm so far removed at, from it for, at this point that I think it obviously had way less effect on me in other aspects of my life mm-hmm. but um like my friends you know i mean we were all the same age and i had some friends that were like bitch what the fuck i mean because if if he wasn't going somewhere i, I mean i wasn't going anywhere either or i wasn't allowed to go but he could yeah you know what i mean like i'm going with my friends or whatever okay well yeah i'll go hang out with so-and-so no no you're not yeah like, that motherfucker hunted me down one time on the drag. I left the house. Yep, because usually they have some sort of tracker on you. Mm, I think it was before the days of the tracking, but somebody, he, he fucking spotted me. Yeah. And it was not pretty. So, what do you think people can do to break these kind of First of bonds? all, I think you need to become aware of the fact that you're in one. Yeah. I, I I really think that sometimes it takes a while to yeah. wake up and realize yes. that you are not the problem. Yes. You need to be aware that this is happening in the first place. Right. I think a, if you're starting to notice these things, I shit you not, journaling is probably one of the most beneficial things to do yeah. on a regular basis, even if you don't feel like you're fucked up. I agree. Because you're going to write down your random ass thoughts. None of the shit's going to make sense until you maybe go back and read it a little bit. Yeah. And if you can read what you're writing down. It makes it so much clearer. I did a lot of journaling for a while. Like you're reading a book. Like it's not you. Mm -hmm. So if you can sit there and read this and you're like, what the fuck? Like if you saw that happening to one of your friends. Yes. Yes. If you can picture it a different way. Mm-hmm. It helps give you a little bit of fucking perspective. Right. But you, what sucks though is you're going to have to hide this journal probably. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And you're not going to want to write down the whole truth. But I think even after you're out of the situation, yes. it is still good to do that so yes. that you can process everything that you went through and... Yeah. And it's going to help Heal. you find patterns. Work through it. Yes. Maybe the problems that other people have brought up to you that you just were not fucking seeing. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and read you're like, holy fuck. Here's the thing with these types of people, though. You can get away from them, but they are still going to find a way to contact yes. you. They are still going to be in your ear. They're still going to be manipulating know. you. And another, they, they know you're full of shit because you have probably said 
you you might have like reached your limit at some point and been like, if you do X Y Z again, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Well, you might leave for two hours. You're coming back. And that's my point, though. Times you came back. They know. You're I full think of the shit. best thing is to completely just get rid of all contact because if you don't, they're going to manipulate you, and it's just going to be saying, a like, freaking cycle. Like co-parenting thing. Mm-hmm. Here's what I would suggest. If you are co-parenting with someone that you are in a relationship like this with, mm-hmm. you fucking designate designate someone else for the pickup and drop off. Exactly. Or you do it in a public fucking place. And the only communication is, is through about that kid. Email. Ooh, that's a good one. Don't even let them you get a new number and you talk through email. That's yeah. the only way yep. I was able to get out of that. And seek some professional help. Absolutely. It is so you don't even have to go into an office anymore. That shit is online. Right. You can just be on your phone, go to your car at lunch. Mm-hmm. And when you do this, um, you know, you always have an hour. That's typically the time frame. But if you only have 30 minutes to talk or you only want to talk for 20 or 30 minutes, guess what? That's it. You and have it's to talk still helpful. Any- yes. And they're not going to tell you you're stupid. They're going to help you look at things a different way and maybe be able to recognize in the future these same patterns so you don't get into this shit again. Yeah. Guys, we are not in any way shape or form professionals. Fuck no. But we are people that have been through this. We understand it. We've worked hard to heal from it. Um, So I just want to say to any listeners that might be experiencing you know what I'm trying to say if you're going through this and you need somebody to talk to or somebody that just gets it feel free to email us DM us we will definitely just listen if that's all you're wanting we are a safe place yeah no zero fucking judgment so I hope that you know I hope this episode helps and I hope that you can find some kind of comfort in that and you know, hopefully if you're going through it, you would feel comfortable reaching out to us. Yeah. But And number one, I think a lot of uh, people that even try to get out of this shit is they still blame themselves. Like the, the self-blame that you take on, like, why did I stay so long? Why did I let them do this? Why? I mean, you know, yeah, you'll go through that. But there is still if if you're able to get out of it, that just shows that there's still some kind of fight in you. Yes. And. Your life is worth so much more. Like, just... And sometimes it's easier to talk to a complete fucking stranger... Right. ...than it is to someone that you know. So, yeah, I'm down. Yep, let's do this. Okay. All right. Well, I think that wraps that episode up, but we do have a really fun game. We're going to end it on a lighter note. Yes, we are, because that's what we do here. So, we've been seeing this thing on TikTok where... These guys are just together and they tell these ridiculous dad jokes. So we thought it'd be fun to do that. Maybe we can. I do too. They're the best. They're so fucking cheesy. Like they're just so so stupid stupid. that they're hilarious. (laughs) Okay. You go first. Okay. Did you hear about the guy who evaporated? (laughs) No. He'll be missed. (laughs) (laughs) Have you heard of the new sport, quiet tennis? No. 
<laughs> it's like regular tennis, but without the racket. <laughs> How does the moon cut his hair? Eclipse it. <laughs> How does a penguin build its house? No clue. It glues it together. <laughs> Imagine a female p- pirate got a replacement boob. That'd suck, wouldn't it? <laughs> Why did the potato chip leave the sandwich? I don't know. Because it was full of bologna. <laughs> what would make a great diarrhea medicine? <laughs> Gonorrhea. <laughs> Why is diarrhea hereditary? I have no idea. It runs in your genes. <laughs> did you hear about the guy who dipped his testicles in glitter pretty nuts (laughs) what do you what do you call a fish without eyes Uh, ish (laughs) no because it doesn't have the eye I'm retarded okay Are you done? No. Oh, okay. What has five toes but isn't your foot? I don't know. My foot. (laughs) You're retarded. I know. It's so great. I can do these forever. I could too. They're the literal best. Save our poor listeners from our ridiculous nonsense. Yeah. Guys, if you have not checked it out yet, you're missing out. You need to go check out our TikTok. Yeah. Like it, comment, share it. And do the same thing with the podcast. Like, leave us reviews. Get us out there. If this podcast resonates with you or somebody you know, share it with them. And if you do watch our TikTok and you use any of those pickup lines and they fucking work, I want to know about it. Me too. I need to know that we help someone get laid. (laughs) Yay for getting laid. All right, guys. We're out till next week. Bye. Bye.